God of glory and compassion. At your touch, the wilderness blossoms, broken lives are made whole, and fearful hearts grow strong in faith. Open our eyes to your presence with us and awaken our hearts to sing your praise to all who long for your son's return. Grant perseverance and patience that we may announce in word and deed the good news of the kingdom. We ask this through him whose coming is certain, whose day draws near, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. In the following reading, the prophet Isaiah proclaims the great joy of God's people with the coming of, Mo of the Messiah. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Charon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear, here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The following passage from the letter of James calls us to be patient as we await the Lord's coming again. James challenges us not to complain about each other while we're waiting. A reading from the letter of St. James. Be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crops from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts from the coming of the, for the coming of the Lord is near. Brothers and sisters, do not grumble against one another so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers and sisters, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When John the Baptist heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples who said to Jesus, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, 
Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. And the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you see? What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before me. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Good morning. Good morning, Jack. Today we celebrate the third Sunday of Advent, and as Father said, traditionally it is called Gaudete Sunday, and it comes from the Latin of the entrance antiphon for today's Mass, which says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. Indeed, the Lord is near. This entrance antiphon captures the mood of our entire liturgy today as we move into the second half of Advent. There is a sense of joyful expectation, an awareness that the fulfillment of God's great plan for us is near. As we approach Christmas, today's readings speak about an active, joyful waiting. In our first reading, Isaiah reminds his people and us that the Lord comes, that the desert will be glad, and the desert will rejoice. We will see the glory and the majesty of our God. And Isaiah says, be strong, do not fear. St. James in a second reading offers an example of patient waiting. Farmers sow their seeds in the ground, patiently waiting for the precious crop. St. James continues, strengthen your hearts because the Lord is near. Be patient. The gospel offers the perfect example of waiting in John the Baptist, whose whole life was spent in active waiting for the coming of the promised Messiah. And as Christians, we should live our lives like John the Baptist, waiting patiently, being strong, while actively striving to prepare a way for Christ into our lives and into the lives of others. So with all of that, how are we doing during this season of Advent? Are we being joyful in our preparations for Christmas? Are we being patient? Do we feel like we're living in the peaceable kingdom? If not, are we truly focused on Jesus? 
During the Christmas season, we have so many beautiful Christmas traditions that brighten our world and point us to Jesus. Consider the decorations, the images, and the Christmas music that serve as excellent reminders of the truth that Christ has come to live among us. The evergreen wreaths and the Christmas trees are a symbol of God's undying love, always green and fresh, even in the middle of the darkest, coldest winter. The lights and the glittering bulbs remind us that Christ's light came to conquer the darkness of sin and that his light will always continue to shine, leading us to true happiness. Think about the manger scenes that abound this time of year, vividly portraying the most amazing fact in human history, God actually became a human being. He was born once as Mary's little baby, so that by our faith in him, we could be born again as children of God. The manger in Bethlehem is the reality that all the other symbols point to Jesus. Many of you know that I'm a chaplain at the Benner Prison, and one of my responsibilities is the Catholic choir. The men practice their songs for the upcoming Sunday Mass, and lately they have been practicing for their Christmas program, which is presented to the staff and then to their fellow inmates. At one of the practice sessions, one of the men asked me to listen to the song he was going to sing for the program. He said that the song was titled, Where is the Line to See Jesus? As I listened to him sing the song, it moved me, so I decided to research it. The song was originally recorded in 2010 by Becky Kelly. Becky described the song's background as she said, While at the mall a couple years ago, my then four-year-old nephew Spencer saw kids lined up to see Santa Claus. Spencer, having been taught as a toddler that Christmas is the holiday that Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus, he asked his mother, where is the line to see Jesus? It made Becky realize that out of the mouths of babes come profound truths that many adults cannot understand. She said, hopefully Spencer's observation will cause people all over to reflect on the love of Jesus and that one day we will all stand in line to see him. I thought that perhaps today that we could reflect on that song and to see if it stirs up within us what we might be doing this Advent season, patiently preparing to receive Jesus. And the song goes, Christmas time was approaching, snow is starting to fall, shoppers choosing their presents, people filling the mall, children waiting for Santa with excitement and glee. Little boy tugged my sweater, looked up and asked me, where is the line to see Jesus? Is he here at the store? If Christmas time is his birthday, then why don't we see him more? As I stood in amazement at this message profound, I looked down to thank him. 
He was nowhere around. Little boy Tomal might as well had have wings. As the tears filled my eyes, thought I heard him sing, Where is the line to see Jesus? Is he here at the store? If Christmas time is his birthday, then why don't we see him more? Where is the line to see Jesus? He was born for me. Santa Claus brought me presents, but Christ gave his life for me. Advent is a reminder that God has more in store for us than just the passing pleasures and joys of the world's pretty decorations. He wants us to go deeper, to experience a fullness of life in his friendship, to fulfill his dream for our lives. Today, as Christ renews his presence among us in the Eucharist, let us promise that as we approach the celebration of Christmas, we will let his presence bring joy to our hearts, true joy, the kind that only Christ can give. Gaudete Sunday. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Indeed, the Lord is near. And like Spencer, we need to ask ourselves, where is the line for Jesus? Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.